0: Welcome to Here's What You Do, an advice podcast from an optimist, a pessimist, and a nihilist who managed to start a company together. And even that decision took a few years. I'm Steven. I've been called an optimist, but I prefer passionate. Gross. I'm Ryan. I've been called a pessimist, but I prefer pragmatic. And I'm Shane. I've been called a nihilist, but I prefer existentially grounded. As always, we're going to answer three questions submitted by you. If you'd like to submit questions for future episodes, you can swing by patreon.com watcher or submit them anonymously to hwydpod at gmail.com. Sweet. Today's topics are
1: flirting with girls and recognizing signals, new friends in the workplace, and finally, confidence. So some fun mm. stuff on the docket. Good stuff. Yeah. Who's up first? <laughs> Huh? I thought Stephen was going to be like, let's get into the questions here. We're still working out the kinks <laughs> All right, over do, here. I'll do H. that.
2: I'll do that. Let, let, me, let, me, have some, uh, let me have some audio. Rec- you don't say screen time on this. Let me get some ear time on this,
1: okay? Let's get right into the uh, questions now. Ryan, take it away. All righty. Let's start with. My question here, this question is... my voice cracked, is, by the way, and I... Well, that's fine. You know, everyone, it happens to the, to the best of us. That's uh, right. So the third question is actually me writing
2: in about confidence questions.
1: Anyway, go ahead, Ryan. Take it away. Yeah, this is a an, an, an anonymous submission. That was hard to say. Say that
0: again, won't you?
1: No, I don't want to, but I will. This was an anonymous... Oh, my God, that is so hard. An anonymous, anonymous. This is an anonymous submission... From uh, let's see what shall what shall we call this person? Uh, we need a female name. Let's call her Lucille Ball. Okay. She did say if you need a name to use, please use ADT thirty two. But that feels a like robot. I'm talking about a that feels like I'm talking about a stormtrooper. So I'm gonna right, actually yeah. <laughs> use Lucille Ball. Uh, Lucille Ball writes question. I'm a bi girl. I'm also very very extremely awkward and have social anxiety. How do I talk to slash flirt with girls? How do I know if a girl is flirting with me? Please help. I love the network and all of the shows you produce. I can't wait to see what you all come out with next. Cheers.
0: Thank cheers.
1: you. I you always like a good about the cheers sitcom? sign off. I think um, she's
0: talking about Woody and uh, Sam and Diane.
1: <laughs> don't, don't think she's talking about that. I think mm, she's, that's just a nice salutation. Good. I gotta say, I've always wanted to adapt into a Cheers guy when it comes to signing off my emails, but I've never had the confidence to do so because Interesting. it makes I get I get in my head and thinking that like oh they're gonna think I'm like an alcoholic or something like no, oh, no. ever, why would anyone ever think that That's because what? I hear Cheers it's like Cheers I'm about to to drop down a pint. You know, not nobody
0: like, thinks that if you sign off with cheers that you're about to take a shot of bourbon. I think this is a reflection on I the people taking you hang it, out with Ryan. If
1: we're if we're in the UK, you could be at the pub. It's very normal for them to be at the pub during lunch. They could be signing off an email with cheers. Cheers. I'm done this uh be done this water pint. Also, so the, when you say the, cheers,
2: it doesn't mean you down a pint every single time you say cheers.
1: You could just take. I a sip have a, of I have your a contractual beverage. obligation to down a pint every time I say cheers. It was really yeah, It's like a mild. It's father. like a
0: passing thanks there as well, though. It's like cheers, cheers, oh, cheers, cheers. Do you say cheers when
1: you uh, when when you when you say goodbye in 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 person? Sometimes. No, I mean you
0: could if you want to be insufferable.
1: Ooh, well, then what makes you I mean, as, ins- no.
0: as an American? I mean. If you're an American, oh, you're like, mm, all right, well, cheers, like that's yeah, that's it doesn't rough. sound that's as like good. that that smacks of college student who spent a semester abroad and is like, well, you know, in in
2: Sicily, <laughs> uh, you know, in
0: Cheers, I think is more like an awkward,
2: I don't know what else to say moment kind of thing in person, like, uh, Cheers, then bye.
1: I think in the UK it sounds pretty nice, like oh, or right, mate Cheers, Cheers, and you just you walk off. It's it's just like a that feels natural. But if I say more okay, Cheers, British. what did you say, Stephen?
2: I said that sounds more <laughs> Australian than
1: British. Cheers, cheers, all right, cheers,
0: cheers. That's that's Australian. Cheers. Now that sounds like you're
2: gonna
1: down two pints.
0: Yeah, <laughs> down at the
1: Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, you're gonna down a beer. And you're gonna go to Outback and then you're gonna headbutt a kangaroo.
0: What are you that's, guys' thoughts on Outback Steakhouse? Oh, oh that Bloomin' onion, flirting boy! In a boy second, oh, boy! But... Talk
1: about Bloomin'.
0: One time like Ryan and I onion. were we it was when we were going to the Sa- Sally house. We were no driving no not the Sally through. House. It was the Lizzie huh? Borden House. Oh Lizzie Borden House driving through yeah. rural Massachusetts, maybe? And there it was something no like that. there was no food anywhere, and we, we stopped at an outback steakhouse in the middle of winter. This <laughs> 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 is the, the worst meal I've ever had, but I love it's, outback. It's, steakhouse. it's pretty
1: good. I love Outback. But it's fun. The fun thing about that bloomin' onion is is it describes what's happening while you're eating it and also when it's coming out of you. Oh, God. Oh. Okay. I don't
0: know about <laughs> so that. So let's talk about flirting. Right.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you notice when a girl is flirting with you? I will say, historically, I am very bad at recognizing this. I've been called a Wait, there's a part one, too, Ryan. Two. What now? There's a part How one, one you, of the Oh, questions. yes. How, oh, part one. Part one. You're right, Stephen. I, thank you. I, I didn't see that. How Just do I, right I talk to slash flirt with girls? Um, I will say this, I've never been a guy who spits game as they say, you know, (laughs) I I don't have, uh, actually if you ask my friends, they would say my strategy is the long game. I'm not a short game guy. My short game is trash in that Mm. I can't walk up to a girl or, you know, like if we are, if you're in college or school, I can't like, you know, just talk to a classmate and be like, at the end of that conversation, I'm now asking for their number or when I could hang out with them next. That's never been mm-hmm. my, my, my bag baby.
0: Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, your bag. Your game is quoting Austin powers to people. <laughs> That's exactly my bag, baby. Um, <laughs> no, my thing has always been the
1: long game in the sense that there is no game. I've always, yeah, I was going to say girls.
0: calling it the long game feels like a bit of a misnomer. Cause you, you don't, I don't think there is a game there. I think you just exist. Mm. Exactly. And then, yeah, it, yeah. Right, My long advice, game is more like
2: the the show You, which, you know, Mari's on. That's long oh, yeah,
0: game.
1: I, that's, well, that's too long of a game. I wish the game was... was uh, actually, I wish there was no game there because he's merking people. Either way, I would say I've always approached talking to girls the same way I, I approach talking to guys. I just talk to them as if they're another human. And I'm not trying to say that in, in the sense of being some kind of like white knight or whatever. I'm just saying that, like, talk to them like a normal person. Try to be their friend. Uh, find out what what they like figure uh, f- uh, you know have conversation with them that allows you to get to know their personality and them to get to know yours and if they like you they like you but um, that's also because I've never been like a suave kind of person that could that could like say like oh your eyes look dashing in the moonlight right now like I can't say shit like that. I don't know what people say to pick up I don't have any pick up lines
0: mm-hmm. um, at the end of this we'll all try our best to uh to flirt and see how it goes but i'm i'm with ryan on this i don't i've never ever flirted i don't think anyone should flirt and i am largely oblivious to any and all flirting that has been (laughs) (laughs) sent in my direction
1: i will say my go-to uh thing when i'm talking to any human is uh and which could be misconstrued as flirting and has been in some cases Is I try to make any person I meet laugh because I enjoy making people laugh. It's one of the greatest joys you could have as a human. And that is often misconstrued as, like, oh, that person was flirting with me. When in reality, I'm just trying, I'm just here for the LOLs, man. Uh, And uh, you're a chuckle hound. I'm a chuckle hound. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm seeking it out. And uh, I think, sure, I don't know about jester. I like chuckle. Yeah, I'd
0: say so. You got little bells on your shoes
1: i do got little <laughs> bells on my shoes but that, that's neither here nor there and i do have a nice uh, gangly hat that i wear all the time but you know i really thought that was more just like a style choice than anything uh but i will it say it is i it, it is and i'd appreciate it if you got off my back about it now let me go double no. these balls um <laughs> i will say that i uh think i think a good way into at least any girl that has ever developed feelings for me was because I was able to make her laugh. So if that's something that's in your wheelhouse, um, humor is a great way in. And it's not really, uh, I would say, overtly Mm -hmm. slimy. Right, but what if they're awkward? Because she says,
2: I'm extremely awkward and have social
1: anxiety. Everyone's funny in their own way, though. And even if you're awkward, that could still also be funny. There's things that are uniquely you that people will find interesting or humorous. And I think there's something there. Um mm-hmm. especially nowadays. I feel like we're kind of out of that time when people, when like someone's awkward and everyone's like, a person's weird and a nerd. It's more just like everyone's unique now. Uh I would like to think mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, I guess oh god, this is the most cliche answer, but maybe just be yourself. Um wow. and then the second part is. Uh, this one, I have no idea. How do I know if a person is flirting with me? Well, you know, um, I, like I said before, have been historically bad at recognizing this. Uh, much to my chagrin, uh, I've been called aloof and oblivious my entire life. Um, and I've, I've I've heard these terms not only from my friends, but from the friends of the girl who was flirting with me. Like back in the school days, they'd be like, you know, she was flirting with you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, and I'm like, I don't know, Could uh, she could have been more direct. Ryan, you chose
2: this question.
1: Yeah, I was curious what you guys would say about it because this <laughs> is something that has vexed me I my see. entire life. I see. So
2: you are also seeking advice, although you don't need the advice anymore.
1: I don't really need the advice anymore, so. Uh, gotcha. In that I have a girlfriend not that like, oh, I'm an expert. I don't need the advice anymore, bro. Right.
2: I, I think, I, <laughs> I like your answer um, about being yourself. I think the way that I will say for me, I I am probably a, I was very awkward, still am. I mean, if you ever watch Watch Weekly, I I do the thing where I point out when people are touching me, and that's it's a very awkward <laughs> thing. Um, and yeah, I had a lot of social anxiety so much so that I made a video when I was at BuzzFeed that was like how to make friends, and I got a life coach to teach me how to do that. So I, I think I can you know find myself in your shoes a little bit. I think the thing I've learned is um. Sometimes it just helps for me to just state obvious things, but just being honest. So, like, you know, it might be obvious, but, hey, uh, I like your shoes. Like, that's, like, a good entryway into a conversation. Just pointing out something that, you know, is in between both of you uh, and helping that, using that into as a segue into more conversation. Um, and so, and I think with flirting, too, it's, like, I don't say, I don't, I definitely don't think I have game. Um, But my version of game is just telling the person that I like being around, that I like being around them. Just saying, hey, I like being around you. I like talking to you. I think you're cool. And (laughs) if they don't reciprocate, then you know that that is not um, going to be in your favor. But at the very least, you got it out. And so, uh, yeah, I think I just, I, you know, and that's kind of why I say like your hand is on my shoulder because it's just my way of just saying something in the void of my mind that is like just trying to figure out and process the situation.
1: Hmm. 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 I, I, I see the merit of that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you should go too overboard in that because sometimes people just say things to fill space or dead silence and that could get you into trouble.
2: That's true. That I, that will get you, and I have done that before.
1: I've done that before as well. Hmm.
2: And then, how do I know if a girl's flirting with me? I mean, you're asking three gentlemen on a <laughs> advice podcast, so this may not be the perfect demographic to help you.
1: But I have found that. Um, Wait, why wouldn't help. that be the perfect demographic? We would be the only demographic. I mean, like not the only. We would be like the main one, right? That's why. No, she's because asking us. if a if a
2: girl. Is flirting with you they could tell you how they want you to know that they're flirting with you hmm. we're just reading between the lines here so i'm confused all right. i will say one thing which maybe is taking it too far so don't go too far but it does help sometimes to get to do a little bit of a recon work so
1: <laughs> <Holy> <laughs>
2: <shit>. <laughs> what do you That's put right, on I'm your go, soccer I'm going hat going the like joe podcast. from you
1: and you You follow her around for weeks before the no 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 no
2: no you know I mean I actually did follow a girl around in high school um don't do that although we ended up dating Mm. so it's fine um anyway
1: where's she buried she's happily married
2: oh I said where Um, she
1: buried not where she married I know and I said she's
2: happily married okay wait let me let me just finish um. Sometimes you can it can help by like you know asking other people who are in the room with you and saying hey do you think that they like me you know sometimes it helps or you could even ask your friends and and you can get a clear answer like
1: who's, oh, no. who's 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 crunching who's is somebody eating some like some like peanut but peanut M Ms or something <laughs> Shane are you kidding me
0: huh? <laughs>
1: what or, he's just snacking in the middle of a podcast you monster I was eating a chip. Middle. You, you thought you could walk away from you the know, mic a little bit? You flirting
0: for 20 minutes. I was eating a chip. You moved was, two was, feet away question. from the I'm microphone to, the to try and
1: covertly eat some chips.
2: I did get snacks and I was going to ask if I could eat it, but now that you're eating, I want to eat my snack.
1: I just hear like what sounds like somebody like stepping in gravel. No, and I, I was look just on eating. I moved and away from eat. the
0: microphone. I was just Not having a enough. chip.
1: <laughs> Believable. I Continue, Steven.
0: You, what were you saying? You stalked someone? Yeah,
2: long story <laughs> short, you, you, you know, you just you do some recon work, you know, you know, yada, yada.
1: You know, scroll the gram, that kind of thing. See if she has a boyfriend.
0: Yeah, I S- guess I just fall, you know, I really don't think anybody should ever flirt ever. It's just uh, um, mm. sort of, mm. I think that's sort of in line with Ryan saying be yourself. And by that, I mean, really just focus on yourself and don't... Certainly, there's probably an art to it. And there's plenty of people who have met... Because they said something cute to each other, and bada-bing, bada-boom. (laughs) Bada-bing, (laughs) bada-boom.
1: You know, baby, when I saw you on the subway that one day, I didn't know if you were the one, and then you said bada-bing, bada-boom, and then I knew right there and then that you were the one, and that's why I'm saying I do to you today.
2: That's a good out, and I was just going to let that be the out, but I do want to say this because and there's not going to be a resolution to this in this podcast but i will say that culture cultural background plays a role in this mm-hmm. being an asian american man has dramatically shaped the way i see this because we have by media and society you know when i was younger been described as and this is this is data right this is data pulled from you know dating apps asian american men are swiped right is that right swiped there they are swiped right or the the least sought after they're swiped right the least or the least sought after and so um it is it is something that uh my community talks about you know being the quote unquote least desirable which has you know been helped a lot recently with k-pop and with other things uh that's why representation is so important but I don't need to go too deep into that but uh yeah I just wanted to say that there are other layers here that are and, and like this person is uh, is bi so being bi I'm sure it comes with a lot of challenges that you know we can't be aware that's of That's a
0: whole other thing. I didn't, and, that's hard enough just focusing on I man don't even bother. Just you know <laughs> get a hobby, start collecting butterflies. Um you'll be good. That was that was a good answer. We
2: I mean we got something in there. I hope you I hope you gain something.
1: The The Asian American man, man thing is
0: actually very accurate, by the way.
2: Yeah, I think it's been more challenging for me to date. I, I will say that.
0: I don't think I've ever actually dated. Like in the sense that like you go out on a... I did that once with one person on Tinder back in Chicago. Not Tinder. OKCupid or something back in Chicago. Went on one date. It went fine. And she seemed like she wanted to continue to go on more dates. And I was like, well, now I have to actively think of like how, where to take this... And so yeah. I just stopped resp- <laughs> I stopped responding to her. You ghosted her, you son of a gun. Wow. Yeah, but it didn't really her. occur to me. It was like he one of those even things believe where I, in ghosts. I didn't resp- <laughs> Oh, that's a good I didn't one, respond Steven. you got him. for a little bit and then after a week I was like, well, I can't respond now. It's too awkward. Uh so you know how like <laughs> when you put off responding to something and then it just gets worse and worse so you're like, well, I guess this person's dead to me now. For sure. Um, I know that feeling. So one time I attempted to date via an app. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I was like, well, I'll get on some apps and never went on one date because I was focused on my career. I actually enjoyed
1: going, uh, planning dates, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's
0: move on to the next question here. Okay. All right. And before uh, we move on to our next question, a word from our sponsor. Yummy. Wow. That's really good stuff. I could use that. A lot. Me too. I own that. I have that. I'm subscribed to that and I get that every month and I sleep on that and I, uh, <laughs> it's my favorite thing yeah. to drink. What's the next question? All right. This
2: question comes from <laughs> Feeling Awkward. Uh, it's uh, Feeling Awkward says, I had just started a new job a bit before the S-H-I-T hit the fan. I still have it, just working from home for now. A lot of my coworkers seem very buddy-buddy, but I'm a fairly shy person. I was wondering if you had any tips on how to make friends in a new workplace, especially if you're a bit shy like me, and especially if everyone already seems to have a great rapport. Thank you, wonderful humans. Signed, Feeling Awkward. Yeah. Um, well, Feeling, let me tell you how uh, I dealt with this challenge, because I'm a, I'm a social butterfly. That's what they call me. I'm, oh no, I'm all, no, wait, no. The opposite. I'm a, I'm a Are wallflower. You? Yeah, I was going to say, Yeah, you're, you're not a social butterfly. I'm a wallflower.
1: You're like a social slug.
2: See, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's my problem. I just, I'm bad at saying things correctly. And so this got me <laughs> Sorry, in trouble before and then I feel awkward and then I, and then I have no friends. That's the, that's the Jesus way that that Christ. goes. Mm, that's at least how it goes in my head, but it's not how it goes when you say it out loud. Um, you know, I think what I've found in terms of uh, trying to find and make friends in the workplace, I don't think I've made a lot of friends at work in the past. I think I, um, I really dig into my work and I like interacting with people in work. I like the, you know, the hustle, the grind, the transactional nature of work, the ability to just, uh, dig into your stuff and not worry about anybody else, you know, go solo (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to think yeah. of like what I would say there. <laughs> <Nah>.
1: <laughs> you know what? If you're if you're done there, I'm just going to jump in here. I, I'm going to say the honest truth here. Here's the honest All right. truth.
2: Yeah, just jump wait, before you before you before you go. go in.
1: Let's hear it, Ryan.
2: Wait. Wait, before Steven, you, you go. Before you go yeah. in. Yeah. I yeah. do want to provide some something. And then Ryan's ready with the truth bomb. And Ryan's but, ready for the truth. Okay. So I'm, I'm
0: anticipating it. I want to hear what you okay. say, but then then it's truth bomb time.
2: Get out of your head cuz most of this oh, happens yeah. in my head. Get, get Classic my improv just, stuff, baby. I have had the privilege of being able to record myself and have interactions that way. And when I watch it back, nothing happens Ooh. the way it happened in my
1: mind. Wait, well, wait, 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 wait. Wait, let's rewind for a second. When you say you had the opportunity to to record interactions with yourself yeah. and then watch them back, these were these like, when we were filming shows or were you like walking around with like a (laughs) like a little like a pocket recorder or like your cell phone in your your, your shirt it was like or or option
0: three do you have a little teddy bear sitting on your shelf at home that you record every time someone comes over to your home like a little nanny cam i don't have that (laughs) which one (laughs) It, did you do it for a video with BuzzFeed? No, Is just
2: that like, what you're rev- about? like when you're watching, your, when you're editing yourself in videos, you know, we're producers. We're oh, I own see. Content. Okay. So I've been That's able to it, see myself back and nothing ever happens as poorly as I think. So just give yourself the pass and knowing that, you know, it wasn't that bad. That's it. That's all I got. Not much, but uh, yeah, I'm an awkward person, so I relate to you. Now, All right, Ryan. Teed up. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, let's
0: interesting. do it, baby. Let's hear it. Ryan. You know,
1: actually, mine is the inverse, though. Uh, but before mm-hmm. I go into my 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 thing here, my I often think things went okay, and then I'll watch them later, and I'll be like, oh, that didn't go as well as I thought it did. <laughs> so that's a curious thing. Anyways, uh, here's the truth. You, you, you hope you're sitting down for this. Uh, you don't need to be friends with your, your 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 colleagues. You don't you you don't have to be friends with the people you work with. It's just it's just the truth. Uh, I think there Ryan, are exceptions. I would
0: argue. I would argue you have a fairly unhealthy and limiting attitude when it comes to that. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing is, you really don't, though. All you really need to do is have respect. If you respect the people around you, that's the baseline. If you enjoy being around them, that's, even, that's icing. But you don't need to actually be friends with the people you work with to do good work. Uh, in fact, sometimes it makes you do worse work, honestly, uh, because you're goofing around all the time. Um, I think they just need to respect you. You need to have some sort of like enjoyable rapport. Like I see you in the break room, like, oh, wow, you have flaming hot Cheetos. Love those chips. Anyways, got to go back to my desk. That kind of thing is great, but not like, I'm not calling them after work to be like, hey, let's, you know, go watch a a flick together. That's not, not something you need to do. So I wouldn't put too much Mm. pressure on it because it's not necessary. Now granted there are exceptions, had I not made friends with Shane and Stephen, we wouldn't have started this company, but I will yeah, I was say to I would say, not. Yeah, say are put... we
2: friends because now I'm
1: like I'm not sure. <laughs> you guys are, but you're the exception. Uh, I see. Every other person, frankly, I just it's 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 a lot for me to have to to I I've said this in a past podcast before. I care a lot about my friendships and it, I put a lot of energy into them. And to have that also be present at work sounds exhausting. And frankly, sometimes it's not the best when you have a friendship at work and you need to get stuff done. Or if you need to say something that's a hard truth, you're a little bit more light on them than you need to be. Uh, And so I like to keep it nice and uh, uh, aerodynamic as I walk through the workplace. No weight pulling me down, just like... Jesus colleagues. Christ. My goodness. You're a colleague. You're a colleague. You're a colleague. I respect you. I respect you. I respect you. How I even enjoy being around you, but I'm not going to call you after work to, you know, play Call of Duty or something like that. That's My just not going to happen.
0: Uh, you know what? I can actually, I think I can tap into where a lot of this comes from on Ryan, which is probably mm-hmm. different for me and Stephen is because you live where you grew up and you're surrounded by... As you said previously, your high school friends, your college friends, all your family is out here for a lot of people uh, and not necessarily anyone who's transplanted. But, you know, their work is the only place where you can consistently make friends. So that's the ecosystem you have outside of like going to a, you know, fucking pottery class or something. Um, (laughs) That
1: is true. That's a good point. Because I have hung yeah. around the same group of 10 to 15 people for the last 20 years of my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And,
1: uh, I don't have any need for anybody at work to be my friend. I've seen it as a a nuisance.
0: <laughs> and now I had that attitude when I was in Chicago because I still have like a huge group of friends from the Midwest who I love dearly and who I miss every mm-hmm. single day. And we still communicate and stay in touch online and stuff. But um, when I was working in Chicago... I was like, well, I've sort of got my own thing going on. Don't need to be friends with my work people. So mm. so I sort of had that attitude. And But because of that, when I moved out here and started at BuzzFeed, I was very, like it did not occur to me to hang out with people from work because I was like, eh, that's not what you do. Didn't really do that too much back home, so I'm not going to do that here. Then mm-hmm. like when we were doing the internship, I would go, I would leave at 6 p.m., And I would go home. (laughs) And I would very rarely, only when we, I think, were in the fellowship or got hired full-time did I start going out on Friday nights with people here and there. But even then, I didn't go out a ton.
1: Actually, now that I think about it, though, when I was an intern, I did have a a group of friends I hung out with. Uh, Yeah, you did. It it, it never, like, elevated beyond that. Uh, But it makes sense to me that if you didn't have a core group of friends because you were a transplant or moved away from where you grew up, you would have to 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 seek that out, as all humans seek connection. But also, like the, uh, it makes sense. Uh, the 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 foundation for any good
0: friendship is shared experience. So true. And I'll tell you what those those first six months at Buzzfeed, baby. Oh boy, that was real trench warfare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will say, the friends that stuck like that actually, I did get from work, like you and Steven, It was honestly, it felt very much like a. Oh god, it felt very much like a romantic relationship in the sense where it's like yeah, we're gonna, I'm when, gonna when there's a romantic. I'm gonna disagree rela- with that. Here, here, here no, hear me out. Here, here's, okay. here, I'm, cont- I'm contextualizing. That's, sure. that's the that's that's the sauce to get them in. That's the scent that gets them. Oh, what's cooking in the kitchen? Let me see those cookies. Sure. And now they're going in the kitchen to see what it is. Here's here's here. I'm gonna show you what I'm cooking.
0: Ah, fire!
1: Oh. <laughs> it, it was romantic in the sense that like any romantic relationship I've had for the most part has been something that I couldn't ignore or deny in that uh, I, was, I, was, I was drawn to that person obviously in a romantic relationship I was drawn to that person romantically but for you two I was drawn to you because like oh I really get along with these two guys they're very similar to me I can't really ignore the fact that I want to be these guys friends okay that makes sense that, that's how I've gotten work friends in the past it had to be someone who was so I, uh, I felt a kinship that was strong enough for me to be like okay I will go out of my way here to allow that part of my life to seep into this because, like, I also enjoyed the separation of work and uh, life. After it helps me maintain work-life balance. Sometimes when you have friends from work and you're hanging out with them after work, all they talk about is work, and it feels like you're working when you're not working. So I've
0: found that too. It's weird. I would say largely with all my friends from BuzzFeed, it's there's really no work talk for the most part outside Mm -hmm. of it then that's a weird thing there is like a any job you have there's going to be people who outside work are just going to talk about work and that's a weird thing i try to i try to avoid that you probably um, have
2: the most um or you'd probably stay in touch with the most people from our previous employer shane is that right yeah i do
0: yeah i hang out
1: with with people from buzzfeed a lot i i would say i do not
0: you know why because they're my friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I left BuzzFeed, I very much treated it like walking away from an exploding building like I was Bruce Willis in Die Hard or but the you Joker. you also
0: didn't have a lot of friends there to begin with. You were always like stuck in your own little unsolved world, which yeah, makes I was. sense because you were talking to those people all the time. But It's weird yeah, because I feel like you, like... like you guys,
2: you did have friends, Ryan. Like we all had friends. I mean, I guess it def- depends on your definition of friend. I felt like I, think... I had a lot of friends at BuzzFeed.
1: For me, friend is a word I take very seriously. I guess I had people that I would say like, yeah, well, they're kind of friends, they're acquaintances. I knew them. Like there are some people I still talk to from Buzzfeed, but they're not people for me. A friend is someone I talk to almost like on a weekly basis. Um, oh wow! I talk to you, like hang out. You so, know like,
2: what though? A friend to me is somebody who I may not talk to very often, but when I do talk
1: to them, there is the connection. Hmm, seems I guess I, I, I like I said I have an extreme definition of it. Mm. No.
2: Ryan's twisted. I agree with uh, Shane here. Yeah, Ryan's a bit, you, you've, you've taken it a bit far, but uh, I respect you and your opinion. And, you know, as you said, it's all about the respect. So here we
1: are. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's fair. That's right.
2: I did not like the romantic thing, by the way. I'm just going to also agree
1: <laughs> here. Here's the thing, It was Steven. very
0: strange. Yeah, I, I would say it felt your... very platonic to me. I was like, it was wow, very platonic, these guys are my friends. Great.
1: Here's the thing, it, when I say romantic, I'm in the sense of like there's a, a drawing energy to it in a platonic sense in, the, in that like it was hard to ignore. I think hard to ignore. To, uh,
0: what friendships are. Yeah, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> I've had people before that I was like, oh, I could be this person's friend. I enjoy them. But then there's something in my brain that's like, mm, too many, It's called a too connection. many people on the bus. I think
2: you're, <laughs> too many you're you people have on a, the bus.
1: there's a connection and then there's attraction
2: and you're talking about connection.
1: Yeah, but the connection had never been strong enough for me to actually go out of my way to be someone else, be their friend at work at least, except for you two. Interesting.
0: A forced triad, if you will, is what we are. I suppose. What about
2: your friend who talked to you a lot? I mean, you must have made a really great connection. This is a throwback to the last episode, but your friend who would come to your desk and talk to
1: you every day. I mean, you talked about people who you speak to every day. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't no. a, that wasn't a, a a a thing that was hard for me to ignore. In fact, it was the thing I wanted to ignore the most, but I couldn't ignore <laughs> it for other reasons. Uh, because it was like a it was like a helicopter flying over my house that I just wouldn't leave. Like it just, <laughs> just kept buzzing away. I think that does it for that question. I I feel pretty good about that one. Um, we got one
0: last one. Let's go to our third question. This is from Casey McInnes. How does one get the same confidence that Shane has when it comes to ghosts and or life in general? Is the secret the nihilism? And again, mm. I'd like to state that I don't think I'm a nihilist. I just think sometimes things don't matter. You know, it's weird that time.
1: Shane would pick a question that uh, compliments him. its I'm starting to think that Shane may be Casey McInnes.
0: Well, that's me. Mm. I actually picked this because I think you guys are both... <laughs> fairly confident people as well oh, i see right through you <laughs> you got me. good answer good i got it i got him. um now i don't know I, i've never really considered myself a confident person i'm actually a fairly shy person and have been for most of my life uh a lot of times if we go to like a party or something i think it's a little different now because i don't go anywhere and if i do it's like oh i'll go to drinks with friends or something but In my youth, when we would go to parties or hang out with people I didn't know, if it was, like, me alone or me with one other person, I was always very heavily reliant on other people to sort of be the social anchor that would sort of, uh, you know, keep things moving. Uh, Me on my own, I am a disaster. And, like, even with you guys, it's great anytime we have to do some sort of uh, meeting with anyone. Because... I tend to trip over my words and be a bit of a doofus, so um, I don't know. I, I guess confidence isn't real, just just um, where am I even going with this? Uh, see, this is what I'm talking about. I'm <laughs> losing confidence in the very thing I'm saying <laughs> as I say it. You're watching me implode in real time right here it's, because it's I'm a disaster of a human and always it's have It's like watching
1: been. magma fall down a, a hillside. It's, it's, That's right. It's entrancing.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if there's a secret. When people see me in the unsolved videos and I'm just yelling at ghosts. Well, that's not confidence. That's um, me being extremely bored and uh, I'm yelling at something I don't believe in. So hmm. there's no element of confidence or bravery there. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just me being with four or five of my very close friends who are on unsolved because we have a tiny crew and we've all been through a yeah. lot together. So we're all pretty tight. Um, that's it. It's just... That's all it is. There's no confidence there. It's just... just. uh... And the other thing, I'll say this, looping it back to social situations, no one really thinks that much about you ever. Anytime you're thinking like, whoa, what is this person thinking about what I just did? They're probably not. They're probably thinking about themselves Mm -hmm. or what they got going on that week. Mm -hmm. Or Or something they said like 10 seconds ago. Yeah. So... The secret to confidence is knowing that the, no one cares about you at mm. all. And if they do, then they probably like you and they don't care how confident you are. There. I've landed on a place that I feel comfortable with and now I'm going to pass it along to someone else. I'll go. That's a good pass.
2: I think that I'll go because there's a part of your answer that is part of my answer. Which oh, is let's that hear it. Confidence, true confidence, I think comes from Humility. Yeah. I think it comes from knowing that you don't know and acknowledging that there is so much in the world that you will never know and that's okay. By first acknowledging the truth that will help you set you free from the truth. Is that is, am I trying to, am I speaking in too many uh sayings Riddles? on this show? No, no I don't think so. Too many clichés as they say. Nah, um, no, 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 no. No, but I really do believe that um Confident, like confident people, confident people, they're the ones who, or who you, who you think are confident. They're the ones who probably are the most self-aware. And so they are good at reading the room. They're good at understanding where other people are at. They have high EQ. So, you know, generating those muscles as well. And I'm going to go into a route that, um, you know, I typically don't talk about on these kinds of forums, but I'll just share it briefly, and, and we don't have to talk about it um, too much. But my confidence uh, comes from my source of life, you know, in my, my belief in my source of life, which is my faith in God. And so the fact that I know that I am just one of, you know, billions of people who will cross this earth, and I am on this earth to live a life according to what that God has put together for me, that gives me a lot of peace in knowing that, you uh, Somebody else has it under control, and I have confidence in that. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of different ways that you can slice it, and it does come back to my core belief, but also a level of just acceptance and self awareness.
0: I think, on the contrary, mine might come from the exact opposite of that, and the fact that I think it's all chaos. Yeah, which is kind of beautiful.
1: Yeah, your 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 faith is in the fa- is that your faith faithful I that mean- the world will always be chaos.
0: Well, I mean I don't mean chaos in the like um disastrous sense. I just mean like, you know, random occurrences, we're all just, you know, barreling along. But, but you
1: also often talk about like watching like buildings fall down as for fun and
0: Well, it's just interesting how things Thinking uh, of you the know, world folding in on is itself. Fascinating. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay.
1: Um Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Ryan, are you a confident man?
1: I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I think I'm not <laughs> confident. I'm just comfortable with myself, I suppose. Mm. Or at least I think try some to of be. That
0: comes, I think some of that comes from just uh, pure living and age. Mm. You, like, as you go, you've every time something hugely embarrassing happens to you, uh, you'll stew on it for... I don't know, a few days, months, depending yeah. the severity of it. And when you think upon it, you'll it'll sting a little bit. You'll cringe. Yeah. Um, but now I don't know about you guys, but there's things that I think back on now that used to really like. Ugh, it would give me sort of a creepy crawly feeling. But now it's sort of like I just acknowledge, like, yeah, okay, well, that was that was probably that was embarrassing at the time, but I lived. I, I mm-hmm. continued on, and uh, maybe that maybe that sort of uh, calcifies a little bit in a good way and makes you less concerned about little tiny foibles with your personality.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think also just like being honest helps too about like how you're feeling or like no one's going to think you're a loser for saying like, "Oh, well, I'm really scared right now or like, oh, this is a nervous I'm nervous about this. They're just going to be like, oh, this person's really upfront about their feelings and honest. That's pretty confident to say that. Like part of it comes from that. And I think part of it's just starting to be comfortable with yourself and like really honing in on who you are, which I'm still working on every day. But uh, yeah, once you get comfortable with that, it really does just become like a way of you honestly moving through life and you don't really care as much about what people think, but that's not to say that like you're invaluable. Like even right now, I'm thinking like, oh shit, going back to what our last question was, what was, it? What was the question about friends? I forgot. I forgot that the unsolved crew is also a, a group of people that are my friends as well, because like we've been through a lot together. Um, yeah,
0: they're your friends.
1: yeah, but it's like uh, it's about just like, you know, being honest, I think. I think that helps a lot. I know they don't really seem that related, but when you think about it, they kind of are. Because a lot of confidence comes down to putting on a facade or some kind of performance so people think you're something that maybe you're not. But if you're just comfortable with who you are, you could be honest all the time and you don't have to put on the facade and people will go, oh, that person's really
0: confident. I also tend to get very in my head about stuff and I try to be out of it sometimes. But if I'm in a conversation with someone where I I feel like I'm floundering, floundering or something or like it's a, I don't know if it's a new situation or someone I don't know. A lot of times I'll be like, Ugh. and it's, it's completely random. Sometimes I'll be totally fine having a conversation with some people. Other times I'm like, oh shit. Uh, what, do, where do I take this? What do I say here? Um, so yeah. even, I don't know. I don't know what it comes down to. Uh, I think it's less I, important I to be confident
1: to- and it's more important to be genuine. yeah Yeah.
2: yes just to just to jump in um you know and we're changing constantly so just because you're this person right now with this level of confidence you're probably gonna make a mistake and that's okay just being okay with that you can grow change gain confidence learning from that kind of what you were saying shane before about how um you know experience just helps you grow up a little bit
0: life's hard you know
2: as we all sit in chain? our
0: quarantined homes <laughs> what's that <laughs> well this was no, really saying, like life is just a big life is just a big parade of uh, embarrassments you know even if you're not an embarrassing person by nature you, you're gonna you're gonna screw up all the time it's, it just happens um so you just gotta try just keep on keep on moving i
2: agree it's it is interesting we come to the same conclusions through many different paths, maybe that's the takeaway. You do you. Yeah. That's that's gonna be my phrase for this whole show. You, do, I want to say it one time per episode at the very least. You do you.
1: Mm, that I is true. You,
0: it is the very best thing you can do. Wasn't
1: you do you I the think the name of a series? It was the name TV? of a series.
0: Yes, yes, that's true. So we probably <laughs> the name shouldn't of many say things. That. I don't think the series it is came also out just with the a phrase. Saying. You do you. Yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Yeah, you're on the podcast. You, um, Missing the big pictures. Did you guys
0: come up with that phrase? I don't think so. No, yeah, we but we put an S on the end of it. Oh, right. Missing the
1: big pictures. Plural. Missing the big
0: picture is a phrase, but missing the big pictures, which we do, is the title mm-hmm. of our award-winning podcast.
1: That's true. And by this point, I'm guessing at least one of them have come out. So oh, I'm guessing sure. our second guest is probably going to be Steven Spielberg because he's recognized yeah. the prowess that we demonstrated Steve. in the first episode.
0: Our other friends, I Steve. see how
1: it is. See this. This is my yeah. problem. I always knew you guys would upgrade
2: me for a better Steve one day. Yeah.
0: Well, isn't it a bit of a compliment that the only other Steve we could think that is better than you is Mr. Spielberg himself, director no. of The Terminal. No. Ever
1: heard well, of? I mean, uh, I can think of a couple other ones, like you know, uh, Soderberg, Seagal. Oh, actually, no, Segal is probably. Oh, Sod. It's some,
0: the Sodster.
1: Segal, I think, is in some other stuff. I think he's like. Maybe not the greatest dude. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Steve Corral, you know. uh, Oh, Harvey.
0: Steve Harvey? Oh, I don't like that guy. Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah, Steve
1: Harvey, of course. He's
0: got... Wait, could you imagine if Watcher, like if Steve, you know, got in a motorcycle accident and exploded? God forbid. I don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen, but But it might. And then on the next Watcher Weekly, we were like, yeah, you've probably all heard Steve and Lim exploded and we're all very yep. sad about it. But welcome our new Steve, Steve Harvey. <laughs> and, Steve- <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then he just, you know, he's, if that happens, I give you full permission to bring Steve Harvey on and fulfill my legacy.
0: That's good to know. He Does
2: has had stuff. his little uh, spats with the Asian American community before. I, has he? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm he not like, okay he with what he said. He does seem like a bad. He seems like a bad man. He has, um, he has said things that are offensive to my community. But uh, in this situation, <laughs> being okay? a, another Steve,
1: <laughs> would you say then you're in, in that a family case, feud?
2: We won't have him on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. You can have Steve Harvey. Look, if it's going to help Watcher, which I'm sure it will, I'm okay. I'll step aside.
1: All right. Right. Well we're around in the bin here i think that does it for this one huh yeah i think so i think we gave some really good advice this week i got
2: a good idea guys Uh, what we have our podcast is h w y d it's here's what you do but it also stands for hanging
0: with your dudes (laughs) (laughs) you know what you're right so thanks for hanging with your dudes everybody (laughs) good it's pretty good as always
2: if you want to submit questions to hwyd you can let us know on patreon or you can email us at hwydpod at gmail.com for questions that you want to remain anonymous
1: well i guess we'll see you next week when we have more sage-like invite advice to
0: oh yeah big time i'm gonna pick the dumbest question in the world next week because i feel like we we got really i think we earned it this week we Mm. we really dug deep and next week please submit your dumbest questions imaginable for us thank you i would appreciate it as specific as possible i i that's the thing we we've talked some sage advice here with some i think you know questions that speak to many but i want someone to be like my rooster's got a funny looking beak and my dog don't like it what do i got to do with my dog about this you know? yeah. and tell yeah, us the color great. of the
2: shirt you were wearing, please.
0: Yes. Details, details, details. Mm. Alrighty. Well, All see right. you next week. See you next week, everybody. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.